My goofy. Crazy with My it? mind is goofy right now. That's shit. That's great. Let's get wild. Let's get loco <laughs> with it. Let's get funky with it. Let's get weird with it. <laughs> Welcome to this edition of Getting Weird with Movies. Getting weird and funky movie style. Cinephilia is getting weird with movies. That's, That's right. Is. That's right. We're getting freaky with the movies. We are taking that celluloid and rubbing it on our faces just to feel it. Rubbing it all if I over had our it, bodies. Maybe I would. Just all over, just reels and reels of it. Just, just. Sometimes that's like, what we wear. We wear a, clothing. Just we wrap it around our bodies. Be like uh, Scrooge McDuck diving into some celluloid. Just. That's right. We're like a mummy. It's like a mummy just wrapped up in film, wrapped up in thirty-five millimeter film. Oh, I bet there's somebody out there that that that's what does it for him. You think so? Oh, there's everything. Yeah, everything. That's true. It's all. It's, Any, it's anything all and everything. There. It's all out there. Yeah. Whatever you can imagine. <laughs> There's nothing new under the sun. Oh, yes. No, nothing new indeed. So how are you doing, Kyle? You're tired. Well, well now your microphone's not coming through. Oh, One second. I, I just touched it. I touched it barely. Did I fuck it up there? No. Did I fuck it up here? I think it sounds good, okay? Go am ahead. I, okay, am I still here? You're here now. There we go. Don't touch the microphones, man. I'm sorry. I don't know what... I, it seems like I didn't do too much. Yeah. I, you need to toughen up. This it's micro- true. These microphones These are microphones. What do you do with yeah, them? What do I you don't do know. with them? We need to get you... Well, you got the new board. Maybe we'll get you some new microphones. Yeah, at some point. At okay, some point. Kyle. So you're tired. I am. I've been moving. You've been That's moving. Been You've been moving. You've I didn't been tell you. Actually, actually, I didn't, haven't caught you up. So we got a call on Thursday... For Katie's storage unit. Bum, 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 we were in Utah. Bum. We get a call about the storage unit that there might be a pipe burst or that there is a pipe burst. I was going to say, things, m- might be. No, no. Well, <laughs> yeah, they basically were like, we're not sure. <laughs> a pipe burst and they need to get into the unit to assess the, like damage, which uh, the, the things that are in Katie's storage are of not, not necessarily of practical of circumstances they are sentimental things yeah of course i left utah at 10 p.m at night and arrived here at seven in the morning so i could get things out of the public storage unit (laughs) well there you go (laughs) i uh but guess what what no pipe burst no no damage no damage nothing happened well, but i was here to check it but my goodness i've been tired and all month tired you're weary yeah, you guys are. I mean, I one of my goals in life is always to have not much to do, and while I have a lot of things I need to do, I immediately become squirrely and uh, a pain in the ass. Sure, but you guys just keep on going. You just keep on trucking. You keep on having stuff to do. <laughs> we try having people. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I it's I you know that's your thing. That's we're, your we're thing. We're going God away bless. this weekend, so, you know. Yeah, you just, just keep it going. going on. You guys yeah. just keep it going. I don't even know how I saw two movies, but I did. Oh, you saw two? What, what else did you see? I saw Bottoms and I saw Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah. We were going to do the Gran Torino, Gran Turismo double feature. That's right. <laughs> uh, I watched neither this past week. But um, you, I'm sure you caught Bottoms. Yeah, that's well. That's what we got to talk about. We got to talk, talk about, about bottoms. Yeah. I can't imagine we'd have to talk about Gran Turismo. No, I think I know exactly what Gran Turismo is. You know, I, I like I like David Harbor. We're fans of David Harbor, and I'm sure he goes and he does David Harbor shit. He is he is classic David Harbor. 
and he's kind of he works. He works got, in He's it. got a heart of gold, but he's kind of crusty. Yes. He's yeah. kind of crusty. He's kind of ornery. Basically, he's, every uh, character he's played he's before. Got, he's got that daddy energy that people love. Yeah. We like David Harbour. I'm sure he's good. Um, uh, the I, action's okay. Uh, like, it is actually, like, real race cars. So, like, there's a physicality to it. It doesn't reach the, like, artistic levels like Ron Howard's Rush or... I really uh, liked Rush. Yeah, Rush really is really Rush. good. Uh, and like I said, I Ford V Ferrari is another yeah, one. Yeah, I think and I'm excited for the the one that Brad Pitt's doing. Yeah, Formula. Uh, yeah, Formula, Formula one. one. But uh, yeah, great. I'm sure it was fine. It was. I'm just sure it was fine. a movie. It wasn't bad, but it was just fine. I'm like, sure it was yeah. just a movie. Oh, and Bottoms, on the other hand, is not a normal movie. No, I think it's, it's fair to say. No. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. The kind of movie that people are generally going to be ho hum about. No, it 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 was it actually took it into weirder territories, and I like I thought it was going to be kind of book smart, super bad. Yeah, no, and, it's and it leans into a whole different direction. No, I, and that's one thing I will say. So the first thing I will say about this movie is that I thought one thing I liked about. I mean, I liked a lot of things about this movie. Actually, I, I quite yeah, enjoyed yeah, yeah. it. Uh, one thing I did like about it is the trailer is less of a spoiler than you think it's going to be for I that agree. reason. I mean, yeah, they I definitely agree. the trailer definitely does have some of the big jokes that you're supposed to laugh at. But the extent to which they lean into this, I don't know, this allegorical thing they're doing or this completely fantastical thing they're yeah, doing. Yeah. In fact, when I was watching it, I thought about the fact that you're doing musicals right now. And the movie has a lot of characteristics of a musical aesthetically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The way it leans into camp. The way everything is kind of overdone, over the top. Yes, everything. It, it everything. felt very much like a certain kind of screen musical. Yes, yeah, right? it does. In a way that there's a I vibrancy, thought, there's a rhythm, there's a heightened quality. Yeah, but I really like this movie a lot. Yeah, it was good. I I will say that this movie made me do at several points something that I very rarely do at the movies now, which is have an actual pretty hard unanticipated laugh yes. there were a few moments where i really if i was drinking i would have spat something out like when what is it what was for some reason one of my biggest laughs was when she said uh do you want to meet together study for mr g's women who got murdered in history yeah, class yeah, yeah. for some reason that line i don't know what it was the delivery the moment the weirdness of it just struck me right right there and yeah. there were there were a number of moments like that yeah like uh, there's a rant well, about Amelia Earhart being yeah. like overrated. Yeah, I mean, I mean. <laughs> so I guess we're getting right into it. Uh, but like I said, I really like this movie. I really like this. Movie. I, I liked it more. So I knew I was going to probably appreciate it and laugh. Um, you know, and and but but it took it like I said into weird territories, and so it it caught me off guard. And I, that's that's a good thing these days because you don't have a lot of movies that kind of lean into a more uh yeah the yeah, fantastical sort of riotous uh interpretation like it's taking the the hormones the desires the kind of primal ideas of of high school and like and just channeling them up degree to various degrees and so you have these archetypes and they are absurd, ridiculous, uh, like such as Jeff, the football player. Where, like, and then around they have almost like advertisements for Jeff as the team captain, and like get, like, horny, get horny for football. Get like, horny for... <laughs> yeah, I don't mean he's not even the weirdest one. I mean, there's the dude they just keep in a cage. Yes, who gets to yeah. have a fight later on in the movie? Yep. <laughs> I just, like, 
Florida football players. He's just in a cage. Just in a cage. Uh, I feel like this movie has to be... This is where I have to ask you. Yeah. I feel like it has to be reaching for some kind of antecedents or coming from some kind of tradition. Well, I mean... But the, I don't know what that would be. Well, the the... I mean, Heather's operates on yeah. this level. Uh, yeah. Very much so. I mean, Heather, Heather's, even though there is a more kind of grounded idea that everything is happening, it, it, you know, when, when Christian Slater, like, insults the jocks and then stands up and points a gun, and then all of a sudden it cuts to them talking about him, that he, it had blanks in the gun. But there's something heightened about that yeah. moment that's shocking and, and peculiar. I guess Mean Girls is in that category, too. Yeah, Mean Girls. Because yeah. in Mean Girls, sometimes they sort of, I mean, I haven't watched in a long time, but they kind of will flash into fantastical moments yeah. that are that were, that I guess we read as happening inside Lindsay Lohan's head, basically. Yeah, yeah yes, exactly. Whereas this movie is just stem to stir. There is no... I mean, it doesn't really break the fourth wall, right? It's not really... No. That's not what it's doing. No. And it's not like we're oscillating from real to fantastic. It's all insane. It's all sort of all over insane. the top and fantastical and allegorical. Yeah, well, and, and, and it pushes it, you know, incrementally. That I think that's where it does end up working because, I mean, by the end, it's batshit insane. Yes. Uh, because it the climax is so over the top in violence that literally people are getting stabbed with swords. And, like, there are yeah. multiple dead people on the... On the on the uh, on the football field, and nobody's saying it. like they're, they're kind of like addressing it, but not really addressing it. It's just kind of like happened, and it's all okay, as though that has like been a tradition. No, it's justifiable. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, good, we got them this time. We got them this time. Yeah, and they tried <laughs> to get us, but we got them. You know, I do have to say, like every time I I think about football rivalry from high school, college, or any of that, I've never got caught up in it, and so I'm there with uh, the filmmaker. Uh, Seligman, I, I think her name's Emma Seligman. Uh, she co-wrote it with one of the leads, Rachel Senout, who is in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And I think that some of some of the things that they are targeting, I'm right there with them. I'm like, I I find I I find an absurdity to it all. I find the divisions in in school to be uh to be gross. Uh, and and that that generally you know operating at that age we have to have this kind of realization that we are operating on our base self interest and so I liked the kind of t- the, the, there's a there's a satire element you know a, a, a poking prodding satirical element that is trying to say something about that experience and I I they land a lot of it they land a lot of it I like I like you said it, I laughed several times because I th- I think their observations are apt. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's even that they, I don't know, it, it's an interesting movie, right? Because there's a lot of, I guess, au courant things floating around in the movie. For sure. But it's not clear to me that the movie has any sort of particular message or take on any of no, these No, it's things. just kind of an immersion into kind of the absurd, the illogical absurdity of what it's like to yeah, be a Yeah, I mean, I guess, yes, it, it functions as satire in the sense that like a lot of satire, it's taking something to its just most extreme idea, right? Yeah. It's just sort of, it's the movie on some level is just a thought experiment about like, what if everybody actually really believed and bought into these things at some sort of really insane level? Yes, yeah. Right, at some kind of extremely heightened level. Yeah, they have the one character, like the, to, in order to distract everybody, the two girls kiss. 
And he goes, enough of that gay shit. Mm-hmm. I just want to see two men grapple. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Get on. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that, that joke is kind of a little on the nose. For sure. Right? I mean, but, but even then, the, the movie is sort of leaning into... Like uh, the whole idea, like you should be, you should behave like an ally, right? Yeah. And just say you're going to do a bunch of things and then not do any yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, that joke is super on the nose, right? But the movie sort of is willing to be very on the yeah. nose in general. Yes, right? very it's much w- so. And in a way, in a way, I almost think that it works as a kind of bait and switch, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't think that the movie is really. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because it's about these things, but it's not about these things, yeah. right? It's not, you know, it's sort of, in that way, it's kind of an inversion of Barbie, right? Where yeah, Barbie, yeah, where yes. Barbie yeah. is clearly sending a sort of message. Yeah, I agree. And talking about these things, but also kind of trying to be character-driven in a way that's a little more realistic or heartfelt. This movie is more just kind of throwing these things around, right? And kind of just letting them jumble and tumble Very around much so. in a way that I don't think is meant to say much of anything. No, I, right? I think even the, the filmmakers said that they want more unlikable gay characters. Yes, I mean, I mean these characters are intensely, uh, or they're willing to do things that, that are, are intensely unlikable, unlikable yes. right? Yeah. I don't think they're ultimately unlikable. I think no, they're no, ultimately... No. Because ultimately, the things they do and the way they do them are just, once again, exaggerated, like everything in this movie is exaggerated. Very much. Forms of things that everyone does. Everyone is spinning yarns about themselves to get laid. I mean, that is is just a key part of life, right? (laughs) Is people are spinning some yarn about themselves. I know. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that people are lying even, right? But they're just sort of packaging themselves or branding themselves or trying to put across a version of themselves that they think is the most appealing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so they just, we all just kind of grab at the threads that we can find to try to find something that we think other people will be attracted Very to. Very much so. I, I found a lot of realism, even though again, a heightened exaggerated place, a world, you know, that's reflective of our own, but, uh, d- but dials it into a different sort of plane. That the the core of it is very much that I related to these characters, their desires, their willingness to you know Im- improvise and uh, take take on those kinds of stories. Because yeah, I very much it throughout the realm of my dating years, whether it was in high school, whether it was in college, whether it was online doing online, you are trying to sell some kind of angle for you the the, the angle that you think is most desirable, and so I. Watching, you know, the, 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 the two leads as they are at first, like they are not the ones crafting their narrative. People are crafting a narrative onto them based off of assumptions, yeah. based off of like who they are. And sometimes you lean in, you, like at one point the girl goes, because uh, one of uh, the, the gal that she's attracted to comes up and says, like, I heard you guys went to juvie and, like, beat up a kid. And she goes, what do you think about that? <laughs> like, yeah. how do you think? What, yeah. what, how yeah. do you process that? Do you think that's cool? Do you think I'm cool because of that? And that's really what it comes down to is, like, we we don't care what the story is as long as somebody is buying into it. And that, that's a lot of what this movies about and you know stories and and leaning into stories can even if if it's a lie can enhance and improve some things but then they can be based off faulty foundations and uh, that's that's where they they weave in the drama so weave in the drama not only in the 
their goals and ambitions, but also between the, the inner the, the inner circle, the inner circle of friends that they are not realizing how much it means and matters to everybody else. And so I, I thought, wow slightly formulaic because you know a lot of these movies follow that there's this template that you follow with the high school comedy i thought it was the details that 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 kind of enhanced it it was it was the performances it was the repartee it was the particular onslaught of jokes and the kind of irreverence at its quality that uh while, while all familiar i thought did a very good job yeah, yeah, and the in the, the even the visual sensibility of it and the sort of the direction of it. I mean, just as from a purely kind of technical and entertainment standpoint, I think a lot of movies we watch could learn something from that final sequence, which I found very engaging <laughs> and entertaining. In part because it was very high impact and well done, and it also didn't last very long. No, no, it was very right? quick. It was and like to the a point. very. It was a very. I thought that was in terms of just a an action set piece. I thought it was very well done. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was there for the exact amount of time that I wanted to be, yeah. and then it was done. And then it was done. And it was and it was pretty satisfying in how satisfying. It kind of and then it like it, played it, out and resolved. And then it and then it like lets you sit in it. Everybody's having a good time, and then finally the tree explodes, which I thought was a great little nice little, little, button, nice little button. Nice little button on it. It was very good. Like, and then I, the mascot comes out with just a giant dick hanging off of it, which is, I just thought that was a nice little little part of the denouement. Yeah. I mean, there's not, I mean, not much else to say, but uh, you know, maybe we can go into some of the details, some of, some of the specifics. Like, uh, oh, maybe, maybe Marshawn Lynch, did you, did you enjoy? No, I thought Marshawn Lynch was great, right? <laughs> a, a little bit of what, what you'd think was kind of stunt casting yeah. that really works, yeah, right? He is definitely uh, entering a new phase of his career, and I think it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, He, um, you know, I, I was thinking about this comparison earlier, and this might sound crazy, and he's definitely not this guy, uh, but there's some, he has a quality that reminds me of someone like Eugene Levy, where it's just like just watching him is sort of entertaining. Sure, just yeah. his mere presence, just the way he looks at things, the way he kind of moves. Yeah, the one gal just, goes like, "Now I can finally kill my stepdad," and they're like, "Cool, yeah, awesome," and he's just like, "What the." Uh, like, yeah. but he doesn't say it. It's just on his face. Yeah. He's like, "What is going on here?" He 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 has a very <laughs> he has a very intuitive and acute sense of how to just be in these scenes in a way that is really quite funny. Very w- weird. Yeah, the movie is just weird. It's just yeah. a weird energy, a weird vibe, and it's because of that. Elements like Marshawn Lynch being cast makes sense. It just ma- makes sense that he'd be a teacher. I don't think we've attitude. seen the last of Marshawn Lynch. No. I'm say. I, I, think that, I don't think we've seen the last of him by any stretch. I mean, I do think that one of the things that the movie gets really right, and I think is really entertaining, is how kind of bullshit the distinctions are between masculine and feminine. Oh, this is true. Because at yeah. the end of the day... Especially as um, social media has come to the fore and as we've all become very concerned with how we appear, we are all doing the thing that was previously and still is probably coded feminine, right? Yeah. Which is we're all out here sort of being very conscious and very concerned with how we appear mm-hmm. in both the global sense of like what people think of us and also in the very specific, specific sense of how do we look. 
Mm-hmm. Right? What do we look like to other people? Do we look the way we want to look? Do we look the way that we're supposed to look? And of course, the movie makes the classic joke all over and over again, the classic Hollywood joke of calling it very attractive people ugly. Yes. Right? I mean, there's yeah. no ugly people in this movie. No. Yet some of them are, are called attractive and some of them are called yeah. ugly because even the lead protagonists are calling people ugly. Like yeah, it, which is which is just so hilarious and so ridiculous, right? And such an obvious sort of joke on the classic kind of teen stereotype of, you know, certain people are, yeah. are coded as unattractive because they dress a little bit different or don't look quite a certain way, yeah, right? Yeah, very much so. So the, the movie keeps coming back to that. But there's nobody who's more concerned about how they appear than the football players right oh they're very concerned they're more concerned ultimately because once the girls get into this fight club situation they kind of get roughed up a little bit and they they see they, that the physicality of that is a source of pride for them a source of differentiation there, and right? i i was noticing there there is this um this idea that men uh, you know that men in films men in culture get get some sort of validation out of violence and uh, validation out of you know being being beat up or having yes. that kind of initiation and these girls take it upon themselves and they're having just as much of a cathartic experience with violence um maybe even more so definitely more so because it- because the football players aren't actually playing football. Yeah. Whatever it is they're doing exactly is unclear. It's very unclear. They're but, not practicing. But, but it's they're not, not like, doing It's much. not a football movie. And even once they get to get played, they do like one football play before they like basically try to ensure that the quarterback gets poisoned. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, to me, that was a very, um, you know, there's only one character we ultimately see pretty near the end of the movie, kind of the the two protagonists' shared mentor. Yeah. Who who does the thing that is the rejection of all these things, the rejection of this sort of, you know, quote-unquote feminized notion of being so appearance conscious and, and carries the message of, like, you shouldn't care what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. And, and she sort of is immediately rejected out of hand, right? Mm-hmm. Even though she's put forth as a kind of... They call her what? The, the gay, gay, gay Yoda. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that that notion of the alternative, which is to actually not care what people think about you, is immediately rejected, which I think is correct for a movie about people in high school. The movie also is hilariously pop- peopled by um, people all of whom look like they're 25 years old. Yes, right? I mean, there's yeah. not a single person that looks like they could be in high school. No. But uh, that's fine too, right? Because that's pretty not, typical. It's, it's not really about anything yeah. in that sense. Um, but I, I just thought it was, I thought that was very clever to kind of, because I mean, in a way, I guess if the movie has a message, that's the message, right? We all kind of are in this stew. Mm-hmm. We're all kind of in this stew, right? We, we try to think of other people's, oh, this, this person, they care so much. Oh, that person cares so much. It's like, we all care. Yeah. We all care. Right. We might play it out in different ways, or we might find ourselves at different points in the pecking order at different points in our life. But we all care. Mm-hmm. We're all obsessed with how we appear, mm-hmm. with how we, we're perceived, right? And I thought that the the juxtaposition of the two sort of quote unquote romance scenes where the two of them get time alone, the two protagonists get time alone with their various interests was a great juxtaposition. Because one scene happens like just like a romantic movie. Another scene happens in just this completely anticlimactic 
sort of but very normal way. It's mm-hmm. one of the most normal moments in the movie. Yeah. And it's this and it's to, it just kind of like really illustrates the kind of the weirdness of how media in general and sort of the rise of social media, the rise of this hyper this hyper perceived I, I don't even know how to put it, you know, this 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 idea where we're all sort of people are consistently thinking about like how to put their life experiences into TikTok videos or some like very hyper concentrated burst of content, right? Which is what this movie very much feels like. It feels like something hyper realized, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. In a way that would be more common in like a short video than it would be in a feature length movie. And I think to, to sort of pepper in these little moments of reality, right? As everyone is kind of obsessed with how that, how it's going to play Right to other people, I just thought it was very perceptive. Yes, I think, yeah. Because I think that's what the movie is really about. Yeah. It's about how we have all we have all sort of we all we all have drank this now. We've all the, the poison is sort of in all of our veins now of just like being <laughs> just being obsessed yeah. with how we'll be perceived. Yeah. Well, and and I think that that goes into the. With the title, you know, being bottoms, you know, that they yeah, we're are, all bottoms. We're all bottoms. We're all bottoms yeah. now. We're and all bottoms. We're all bottoms now. Yeah, especially when you get out of this, this again, it's it's a hyper-realized, a, a, a kind of like straight-to-the-vein idea of the pecking order, of the hierarchy. But really, once you, like, take a step out, we are all at the bottom. We are really, we, we are all as you said concerned concerned with this this idea well and and social identity is a kind of prison it is right? as a kind of prison right like you just can't like even if the cheerleaders and the jocks are at the head of this they're still just completely imprisoned by these extremely circumscribed notions of like who they are and how they're supposed to like behave a voluntary panopticon like absolutely <laughs> we 100 percent are in a voluntary panopticon 100 percent. yeah and i think that this movie really does a good job of sort of extending those things out to their logical conclusion. Yeah. Like this is what you get when you sort of um, really think about these ideas. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and taking them to their logical extreme. Yes. Yeah. And it is effective. Yeah. No, I, I mean, and, and it does so by, by again, taking a different route, like a movie like this could be very self-serious, could take you yeah. down a kind of, hyper critical and um you, you know i i almost even though bodies 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 uh takes a a, a similar a similar approach but it also uses that kind of therapeutic language it's a little more direct commentary uh this one is trying to say something about our our kind of human condition caught in the hierarchy or the perception of the hierarchy and is doing so with humor and it's doing so with a consistent yeah. onslaught of humor, which I think, I think it, it disarms you and it, it allows you to get embedded into its framework and get embedded into those ideas much easier. But it can also be sort of properly scattershot with its targets because I, like I said, I don't think it has a message per yeah, se. Yeah. I, mean, I think like a lot of good, movies and a lot of good satire it's driven by just a kind of what if question yeah what if what yeah. if we took the idea of the high school experience to its logical conclusion yeah. or to its most extreme manifestation yeah what if we took these 
these ideas or these feelings and just hide it. Yeah, them. Where, where rivalries between teams are now taken to where they kidnap people or murder the other players. Yes. Like, like th- that is the logical yes. extension of where it can go. Yes, and where the, the most popular men are performing some kind of hyper-insane masculinity. The most popular women are performing the same kind of femininity. And then the people sort of trapped in the middle nevertheless kind of idolize i mean that's the other thing that's funny about the movie is everyone without question idolizes Mm -hmm. the people who are popular or wants them in some way physically yes sexually yeah like everybody's cheering for jeff (laughs) right (laughs) i gotta i gotta give it to these football like the two guys who are like the main football players yeah i mean talk talk about a uh like a a shameless kind of performance for both of them, but they play it so pitch perfect. Like there is not a false note in it. And it re- I think it's very effective. Well, I mean, it, everybody's it's, in it's, it. And it's, it's great. It's great sort of, it's great basic villain construction. You have the main villain who's just kind of a swaggering idiot, right? <laughs> and then his toady, who's like the real kind of power behind the fr- throne, his, his green and worm tongue, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just out there, just kind of plotting and scheming on his behalf. It's very good. It's very good. And, and th- they're... <laughs> they, have, they have such ridiculous villain lines, like where he's like, oh, I believe in... Um, uh, w- w- like." self-defense for women especially the hot ones or something like that (laughs) trying to ingratiate himself while at the same time just proving that he is just uh just an awful rendition on on what what is pretty pretty pronounced and typical of a high school you know the high school dynamic of jocks that uh you know even going to an all-guys school still persisted you know you know honestly this is a movie that i love it's a movie that we talked about for up-to-date cinephile i mean there is a there is almost a little rush more to this in a way oh, yeah, right yeah. it's kind of a certain because that's also a movie about a very exaggerated it is version yeah. of a certain milieu well and, right? and as you said because like even heathers heathers is like trapped in like uh an exaggerated milieu but you could almost say that it comes from a particular character's perspective. Um, you could also say Mean Girls. Yeah, you get caught into the psychology. This one is slightly, you know, we, we did but talk about. this also about, has a kind of cult film feeling to it. Oh, like a very B film. Much. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's clearly from an aesthetic standpoint drawing on kind of B film. And at times with the violence, it was sort of grindhouse kind of, yes. you know. Accentuated at times. Just insane, you know. I mean, I almost, kind of, kind of, almost Kill Bill level, kind of just like blood spurting. And, and so this was the thing, and so this is why you know when I reviewed it, when I walked out, like I, I, I type out some notes about like my gut instinct reactions, and they were positive. But it's because of something you just brought up, because it incrementally gets mildly more insane. I think that that's a good tactic to keep people on board yeah. for the remainder of it. I, to be. The, and I think that, that that is an effective choice. But man, the, and I almost wanted it even more violent. I almost wanted it even dialed to an extreme. But that's just me because when I get something like they, that. They impale the dude with a sword. I wanted more impaling. Maybe, you know, but I agree. Like it takes it to that level and you're just like, yeah, okay, if that's where we're going, I almost want it just a little more. That, that, but you know, it, it could betray again the, the the efficiency of of the project, and so I don't want to take that away from them. I'm just saying, 
when when you get something like Kill Bill, I mean, when when that the the oh, what the crazy eighty eights, when she fights those guys and gals and is just butchering them and blood spraying everywhere. I mean, it's so over the top that you're just getting so much. And but but you know, when I saw that in theaters, it blew my mind. Yeah, you know, no, it's, and so, I mean, it is it is top tier cinema yeah and obviously he has got a bigger budget he's got more you know squibs and he's got more blood but you know i i felt like this movie because it was just ratcheting up just a little bit and a little more insane a little more insane a little more insane where you're where, where it's heightened initially but then you have like a girl fighting some like crazed football player trapped in a cage at one point <laughs> and and then you dial it up dial it up and then the girls like come onto the field and they start f- literally fighting the football players and beating them up but then and then they dial it up to the to where they're getting impaled they're getting like yeah. broken necks like they are literally killing these players yeah and i think we can safely say uh no cgi blood in this one no i which i prefer you yeah, need no, it you right. need that no i i do think that one thing that this movie did that's another thing i really liked about the movie is the violence felt very tangible yes, and very yeah. real and it also helped to ground the movie in that way these yeah. people seem to really be getting hurt yes right yeah. in yeah. real physical noticeable you know and they walked around even later on days yeah, later fir- with bruises yeah the first day is uh she just is like yeah Which just is, punch how, me how many action movies have we watched where someone just gets domed in the head with like a metal object something that would most likely kill a person oh yeah it was a, a dial of destiny yeah mads mickelson just, i thought he was dead just gets i was like that dude's domed, dead. right <laughs> like where like the best case scenario would be like you know life with brain damage right yeah. that's the best that's like the best outcome you could imagine and they just get up from it and keep fighting and then you see them in the next scene and they look fine yeah 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 right this movie has a very palpable physicality to yeah, it. yeah 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 you know, that is really, you know, smartly designed. So hats off to the the art direction and the makeup and all of that. Yeah. Because I feel like that really gives the movie an additional impact is to watch the, to like to watch them, you know, like looking like they've got these healing cuts yeah, and bruises. Bandage right? broken nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruises, you know, cut lips. Because after know. the Fight Club thing starts for the rest of the movie, the, these girls at all points always look hurt. Yes. In some yeah, way. Yeah. And it's a little thing. And but are it, enjoying but it. Makes it. A, but it makes a big difference because it, it makes the movie... It, it just makes it more visceral, yeah, right? Yeah, Like, the movie is very visceral. And if there's one thing is we see a lot of violent movies. We see a lot of movies with a lot of violence. But the violence seems cartoonish. Yeah. And there's a lot of things about this movie that are, are very cartoonish, but the violence feels real. It's interesting. Right? There, There's um, maybe a conversation the movie's having with our our cultural acceptance with violence versus our cultural in acceptance of some of sexuality because yeah. because they, it, in this world it is very pronounced where like even being gay it's they say that you can be gay but you have to be talented at yeah. the same time yeah that, the ugly gays <laughs> ugly untalented gays unfortunately uh are kind of resided into of into in the bottom sphere into kind of lower class territory um and there there is this kind of complete rejection that the, the only people who are allowed to kind of express themselves sexually are ones who are figureheads of of this kind of 
institutional violence in the in the school yeah. and in society. And uh, there is a kind of uh, absurdity to that. There's an absurdity to our repulsion with the natural idea. I mean, this this is pretty repetitive. A lot of people, I think, feel this way. But uh, the movie gives you a kind of true absurd dialing of those two of what we separate those two ideas. But it's funny because the, in within the movie in the logic of the movie, they are trying to be sexual through <laughs> violence. Like, yeah. And so I, I think that that's an interesting dynamic that the movie is kind of playing with um, to kind of address this, 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 this weird dichotomy we have this weird separation between these two. And yet oddly that they are kind of, we, we as a society almost teach that they are kind of intertwined yeah. and that's kind of toxic. Well, I think if you wanted to give the movie or suggest that it had a certain philosophical or sociological critique in it, I do think one of the critiques that it has is to problematize a bit the idea that certain sort of improvements in our identity politics will make people's lives better mm. all the time, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, young people are still vicious with each other, right? And they, they are. And the hierarchies keep on reproducing themselves. It might not be the case that being, being gay or having some identity that previously would have put you in an outgroup will necessarily keep you in an outgroup. But the identities will just recapitulate along other lines. Yeah, yeah. And it may not be... It may take more. Now, I, now, I mean, this could. I, it's funny because this will bridge the gap between us because it could be a libertarian critique, which is skeptical of these changes making much of a difference, or yeah. it could be a materialist critique, which is saying that whatever is going to make the change, it's not that. Yeah, that respecting people's identities is is fine and it's a good starting point, but until you sort of take away the fundamental need for hierarchy. Right or until you sort of short circuit the creation of hierarchy, they will continue to be created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and they yeah. will continue to be vicious because any hierarchy is vicious when you're young and impressionable and vulnerable, and you're not on the top or yeah, you're yeah, somewhere yeah. near the bottom. You're outcast. Right, you're considered ugly. Right, that's the greatest. That's the greatest crime in this movie is to be ugly. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and I think that. There's got to be a lot of truth to that, right? That if you, if you, you know, no matter how much better we've gotten about being less, uh, being less immediately dismissive of people based on their sexual preference or their gender identity or whatever, and like I said, I think those things matter and they're a big deal, and I, I don't discount them, but you also can't overestimate the extent to which those things change the facts on the ground for someone who doesn't have whatever counts yeah. at that particular moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you might not be you might not have to be straight anymore, but you can't be ugly. No, absolutely can't be not. Absolutely can't be untalented, not. can't be boring. That's can't the, be weird, right? <laughs> ugly is the first word I think people think about when they are down on themselves. Like when their self-esteem is in the gutter. They think of themselves as ugly. It's not about being untalented. And maybe you feel that too, but but the the word that comes to mind, and, and I've had my lows, and you feel ugly. Well, yeah, and so I guess the question then becomes, is that some sort of inescapable thing, or is that just something that requires some sort of revolution? Yeah. I don't think the movie comes down on either side of that particularly. I no. I don't really think it has no, anything no. to say about it, but I do think it is a good illustration of the limitations which I think goes back to, was it Seligman who said the thing about having sort of um, unpleasant gay people, right? Whoever yes, said yeah, it. Yeah, 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 this filmmaker, I yeah. think that that, 
that's I think that part of the case for that is that that's reality. Oh yeah, yeah. You Absolutely. Know, people are going to um, just find other ways to rank people in hierarchies and other reasons to dislike people. One hundred percent. Maybe sometimes those will be so smoke screens for actually disliking there's, them there's, because they're gay, but oftentimes it'll just be for normal human reasons of just you know needing to think you're better than someone. Even separated out, you when you have these in groups, when you have these communities who are just one thing, um, there's there is judgment, there is nastiness, there is there is a a hierarchy that that will develop like within uh, within subgroups, and so I like we we I I do believe that you know solidarity and you know this kind of community those are positive things, and we all and a lot of people do venture for the for them, but there is a weird you know weird thing that happens with with people and or maybe we, it's the most normal thing well, maybe I mean, yeah, that's, yeah that's, it's the most normal I mean, to me that's part of it that's a deep question right is how, how unavoidable are these things because i'm older than you i mean i went i graduated from high school in 1999 so i was in high school in the back half of the 90s and even by that point the sort of to whatever extent it was it used to be true that high school looked like high school looks in Shermer, illinois uh, it didn't really at that point. I mean, there were certainly different cliques and different groups yeah. of people, but it wasn't it wasn't so oppressive and so clearly defined like what you'd see in a John Hughes movie. Yeah, yeah. But it absolutely was true that if you were perceived as being ugly or weird, that was always going to be a fucked up time for you. Yeah, very much. So. Right, very that's, much. And, that, and that's not that's not changed. I can imagine. No, 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 no. It's not changed. I can imagine. No, that 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 is uh, that is the true pain of of and the true awkwardness, the true pain and awkwardness of that. You know, watching so many coming of age movies this last year, uh, it really gets to that essence: is that that the outsider feeling like you are an outsider of your own body, your own desires, your own perception, and that you are defined by the the definitions of that place of that time it's not it's out of your control it it is oppressive yeah. it feels that way and so i i do think the movie uh is operating on an interesting level to kind of tool around with those ideas tool and 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 that's yeah. that's what makes it interesting you as you as you keep saying it might not have like a message and doesn't need one it yeah. doesn't need one in order to be effective in its retooling of these ideas because we we need them kind of uh dialed in a different way or, or yeah. approached from a different angle to see them clearer and to see them clearer than we have in the past or well, to reawaken to them yeah i don't think we go to cinema for programs <laughs> but I think we can. I think we can go to cinema for critique. Yes, right. Yeah, that is yeah. where cinema can shine. I agree. Is critique. I don't think it's good at telling us what to do next. I don't think it is, uh, and I think that's very hard to do. So it's no. That's no. That's not to shit on the the movies. But in terms of taking something, taking this idea, in this case, using just the most basic. You know, this is as old as satire. This is modest proposal, right? I'm just going to take you what you say you like or what you want to do, and I'm going to show you the logical extreme of that. If you yeah. really value that, well, this is what you should really want. And yeah. isn't it fucked up? Yes. And I think this movie is a pretty effective exercise in it. And like I said, it made me actually really laugh. 
yeah. at a number of points. That's actually, and that's, and that's hard to do. Like, I'm not an easy laugh, and I don't think movies have been that funny lately. They have not. By and large. And so to have some real, like, actual laughs where I found myself just involuntarily kind of just, like, jerking out of my seat was a real was a real uh, refreshing experience. I agree with you. There is a realm of comedy that is disappearing, and this reminded me how effective that genre can be, not only in a realm of, of creativity with words, but also situation. This is a, this is a really good comedy. And, yeah, and it's, uh, you're right. It's, it's got a lot of different tricks, right? It's got sight gags. It's got good lines. It's got yeah. just funny performances. It's good. It's. I mean, it really is a legitimately funny movie. Very much so. And uh, I made the mistake of going yesterday, which apparently was some sort of $4 movie day. Oh, you went on National Cinema Day. Oh, well, my I, every goodness. day is National Cinema Day for the up-to-date cinephile. <laughs> but apparently uh, there was a deal where you could go to movies for, for $4. $4 yeah. And uh, I had to go to the Grove because that was the closest place to me where this movie wow, was showing. Wow. Okay. And it was... I figured Sunday night, late Sunday night, smooth sailing. I had someone, I, 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 I had people on both sides of me. People were talking. People oh, were, man. There was, a lot of, there was a lot of chit-chat in the audience. It was a packed theater for a 10 o'clock Sunday showing, 10 p.m. And, uh, yeah, someone needs to put that on my calendar. They need to, they need to make sure I know. I, it came to my mind yesterday, day. so I, because I came back, I had that uh, travel back early on that Thursday night. I slept in on Friday, and I almost saw a movie Friday, but you know, I, I said, "Well, Katie won't be back till Saturday night." So I saw both my movies uh, on Saturday. Good, good move, and, smart move. Uh, not not a lot of people in each of the theaters. Well, yeah, the, the, the casual viewers were out. They had to build out an extra concession line for the people without the A list. Oh my goodness! Because because uh, it was too long. Because all those uh, plebes without the A list were there to we're see there. the four dollar movies. Yeah, they were. But you know what? They built a crowd for it. God bless them. Uh, it was a packed theater. The people were into it. They enjoyed the movie. They were, they were laughing. They were having hooting and hollering. They were I'm having glad a good time. they were utilizing that opportunity to see something because obviously you know for four dollars people are like well for four dollars i might see anything well, and smart i mean they put I, I they put it on the smart weekend right because no big openings this weekend yeah. right no big openings so you're not going to cannibalize barbie or something like that yeah. you're going to give people a chance to see or re-see a big movie that they have been waiting on or maybe wouldn't have otherwise gone to see because barbie and oppenheimer are all still in the theaters or build a crowd for something like Bottoms, which I'm glad. I'm, I hope it gets good yeah. word of mouth. I hope that people are talking about it, that they're excited about it. It is definitely fresh and interesting and fun and funny. And I wouldn't say that about a ton of movies that we get to see. No. So no. I uh, I think we give I give it a strong recommendation. That's I give good. It a strong recommendation. I also recommend it. I, I thought it was overwhelmingly positive. Take your out. grandma. Oh, I, I don't know take about that. Take your great grandma. It depends take on how, how uh, yeah, no. what should you take? How suave and cool your grandma is, but uh, <laughs> you know who you should take to this movie. You know who you should take. I mean, this would be a good day night you. movie. I mean, it's it's got hormones, it's got violence, yeah, yeah. it's got it's it is very it's, it's very funny. There's some very funny moments. Uh, I was surprised. I I was thinking about that. Uh, there there I haven't when I think back about like the really great co- comedic experiences in my life, they were over 10 years ago. Um, 
it it has been kind of a dying art form and so it this kind of movie which is smaller which uh like kind of gets into the bloodstream or gets into that nerve uh, it has its finger on the pulse. I have hope that smaller yeah, movies will. I mean, will honestly, it's return kind of, with this. It's this kind, kind of independent idea. dramedies that have gotten more laughs out of me. Like, yeah. there are some moments in Blackberry that made me laugh pretty Very hard. Good. That, yeah, scene, yeah. that scene in the NHL boardroom, right, where he just starts like hollering at them, and you know, uh, that, that there's some good moments there that yeah. are actual, you know. Or when he brings in the the one dude to be like the uh, Michael Ironside, the, yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Ironside. A movie like that, I feel Stop like... Stop playing with your dicks and they, they <laughs> yeah. let the camera linger on the like, gal, on the one gal in the room. I feel like mo- movies like that have been more likely <laughs> to get laughs out of me yeah. lately. I liked Blackberry. Blackberry been a strong impression. It has remained... Because what I have found is that there have been movies where like my initial experience was fine. And then over time, uh, traditionally, my 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 enjoyment of them kind of wanes yeah what's stuck in your craw you know yeah well and then if it, if i had a bad experience it's really hard to like really think about it and not not get over the bad experience but like you know yeah the thing you know the things that have stayed such as like past lives blackberry um across, across the spider verse um has remained yeah, yeah. in my mind um in a positive notion has not waned i mean i feel like past lives and blackberry have been the two movies that i've brought up the most and that i've made the most yeah. sort of references yeah. to in comparison i, I, I passages, had, passages i think you would love okay i gotta, um, gotta see, see i think i think that would come up in conversation for you uh after you've seen it but yeah i mean yeah it, there's we're com- yeah, I mean, we're about a month away. We're about a month away for whatever will continue to be on the radar <laughs> on the docket because the move- movies keep getting pushed to next year because of the strikes. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we will see what the offerings will remain. But uh, What do we got be- next week? What do we got? Yeah, we what got do anything? we have next week? Um, anything? anything we should talk about? I don't think so, but let's, let's see what's on the, on the docket, uh, release docket. Because this, this week had a lot of stuff come out. Bottoms, Gran Turismo Expanded, The Hill, Retribution. Um, you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah, which is getting good write-ups. That's an Adam Sandler movie that he's doing with his daughters. Next week is The Equalizer 3. Oh, I don't wow. know if you're caught up on The wow. Equalizer franchise. Is it, are things... Things things have to be not equalized. I assume if they're going to do another one, <laughs> for sure. If it was all equalized, they wouldn't need to do another one. I mean, we could probably take a break next week. I okay. mean, if we really okay. wanted I mean, to, the listeners can handle uh, because that. then the well, but then the week after that is my big fat Greek wedding three, which I just cannot two suffer threes back to back threes. And wow, then the nun two, um, none of your business. None of your business. What is that a sister act spinoff? What is that? The nun, the nun too. Is that no, a it's the Conjuring series. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I guess what Jesus is, is involved, probably somewhere. Oh, I mean, there's this movie called Americazzi that might. I mean, if you're, we can find it in, in like independent cinemas, what are they going to show in the theaters? What do they got? They got to have something. On on the fifteenth, we got Dumb Money. Um, the Craig Gillespie See that, seeing movie. that trailer at every movie I go to. Yeah, uh, well, you feel like you've seen it. So I mean, point. I like Paul Dano a lot. I do. I too. like Paul Dano a lot. I do too. Outlaw Johnny like Nick Black. Nick Offerman a lot. There's a lot of good actors in Dumb Money. Uh, Outlaw Johnny Black comes out September 15th. The same guys who did Black Dynamite. I don't know if you yeah, ever saw yeah, that. Yeah. 
Um, but it's a black exploitation western parody, so that that's on my radar. Just well, there, because, isn't there? There's a, a doesn't there Poirot movie come out that week? Too? Oh yeah, we got the Haunting in Venice comes out that yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, and then it's Expendables. Oh, they're re-releasing Stop Making Sense. If you want to talk about Talking I, I, Heads, I do love Stop Making Sense. We I would talk about that. Yeah, you know they were doing a special Q and A hosted by Paul Thomas Anderson at the American Cinematheque for valued members. Talking Heads, the whole band is going to be there wow yeah. i didn't know they would hang out in the same room anymore the, this is the first like this is going to be the first time like so or second time because they, they reunited because uh, it was playing at a festival and they reunited for the first time to be in the same room together <laughs> who knows maybe they'll actually tour again Tim Burns is a weird dude. <laughs> He's a weird i don't dude. i don't know what i mean i love i love the talking heads i'll say that i love yeah. the talking heads i love them the rest of his output i have more questions about well he is a strange eyed guy I mean, anyway. I just don't know about him as a cultural force, but but oh, that's certainly, certainly, that's certainly the certainly the Talking Heads uh, are a spectacular band um, and one of the great bands of so maybe all maybe, time, maybe maybe at that point it, because I'm, I'm I ain't seeing Expendables four. That, You're not gonna see ain't. it? No, oh, Lord. I can't. I can't you do can't. that. I can't. You see so much trash. I well, I'm trying to not. I'm trying to. You are looking of, a little. You are looking a little peaked. <laughs> you put too much bad cultural material into your system. It's what happens. It's what happens. It's starting to create some sort of uh, toxicity. Oh, it's like toxic shock syndrome, the, but for movies. The film Cassandra with Gail Garcia Bernal. He was a a gay uh, luchador wrestler. Okay, okay. Um, okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, yeah, there there are some things coming out in the next month, but. It's gonna be. It's gonna. Well, we'll, we'll play, we we're gonna play Ahsoka, it by ear. Maybe Ahsoka. Should we, should we get into that? If you want to no, review Ahsoka, I will watch kidding. Ahsoka. I'm just kidding. Um, I won't make you do it. You need to break, man. <laughs> I've been watching The Bear. Have People you, like have you that. Seen the bear? I don't. I don't watch any TV. Uh, it's really. We good. talked about Andor because that's the only thing I've watched. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. I'm sure it's, it's good. Half hour episodes. Um. So I mean, e- easier to digest. Well, it's about food, right? So it is about it's food. A pun. I do. Kyle's yes, got puns. I do. Okay, yeah. so at some point we'll be back to review something. Yeah. We, his name is Kyle. Thanks. He does up to date <laughs> cinephile. Go to his Patreon. Help him out. Just help this guy out. He's just moved. I mean, he's exhausted. I, I keep losing people supporting the show. <laughs> he keeps losing people. He's got a cheese head over there. I don't know why. I don't uh, know because anybody... when I was growing up, I was a Packers fan. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> but still help him out, even if he's a dirty Aren't Packers you from fan. No, you... I know, I'm a Bears fan, but we're house divided. My family's got Packers fans. Uh, I'm Ben. I, uh, I'm i on Substack under the name Dead Reckoner. Dead Reckoner. Uh, there's stuff there. You could read stuff and hear stuff if that's if you like stuff. But uh, this has been up to date cinephile. We'll be back at some point if Hollywood releases a movie that doesn't eat shit. <laughs> Which uh, in we, this next month and, is and hard we, to say. We, we hope that you're feeling great. I hope that you're healthy and yes. well. Yeah. And um, unlike the characters and bottoms, I hope you're having all the sex that you want to have. Yeah. Yeah. We're consenting adult sex. Yes. With exa- other all of that. Consenting. Uh, I healthy. hope you're getting it. I hope you're yeah. out there getting it, getting it, getting it for uh, for for yourself and for the people you like. Enjoy, enjoy that, enjoy yes, that for right yourself. <laughs> well, we'll see you okay. next time. Bye bye. <laughs>